Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Player, there are going to be teams lining up for him. The Bengals, the Vikings, the Packers, the Texans, maybe even the Seahawks. Don't be surprised if by tonight, Tooney is one of, if not the highest paid guards in football. Welcome in to Purple Daily, Mackie, Judd, Declan, and welcome in to the tampering period, the legal tampering period, boys. Breathe it in. It's all agency week has arrived. It's all on right now. Phone calls are starting. Excitement is starting. The best, I think it might be, and, and the NBA would be a close second if I'm right here. But I, yeah. I think it might be the best free agency period in sports. Wow. Just because it's the NFL. Better than baseball? Uh, well, about? I really enjoy baseball. <laughs> well, what's great about baseball is the months that you have on end to chew on star players just basically living on the open market. I mean, like Trevor Bauer, how great was – Bryce Harper, God, I love that year when it was just great when he sat there till spring training. It was great. And I just didn't know each morning I woke up, I said, is this the day that Bryce signs? Dude, Bryce Harper sat there for like four and a half months, like literally the most high-profile, exciting free agent we've seen in years. And today, three days before you can actually sign free agents, we're going to have like left guard Joe Tooney, 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 however he wants his name. It's mania. It's mania right now. (laughs) Joe Tooney mania. So here's what's going to happen on today's episode. And by the way, we've got you covered all week long. Purple Daily is your home for Daily Vikings Entertainment. We're going to have all the latest news and information and rumors. And Judd is doing his own digging and reporting. And so we're going to give you the latest. We have a couple names we're going to throw out that are very interesting that are tied to the Vikings. And uh, we also have some time for a little Mock Draft Monday and emergency episodes throughout the day and the week as needed. But... Let's cheers to the beginning of a glorious week in NFL free agency, a week where the Vikings fix all of their problems and become a Super Bowl contender. Cheers, some Corona hard seltzer, Declan Goff. Oh, I can't wait. If Joe Thune is uh, signing here in the next couple hours or by this evening, there will be a couple Stone Cold Steve Austin Corona hard seltzer cans being poured over uh, this guy here. And then and, and there could be numerous flavors involved. There, there could be a lime. There could be there could be a, there could be a cherry there could be a mango there could be a blackberry lime there's plenty of flavors at the disposal because Joe Thune is the only offensive guard made with Pure Beach vibes because Corona Hard Seltzer has a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime mango cherry 
and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer Spike Sparkling Water with Natural Flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Boom. Also, just a quick note, we're giving away $100 every day through the Score North app, and we're doing it through March 26th. Greater Twin Cities and Minnesota area, so for all of our outstate fans, we will have some things that you are eligible for in the future, we hope, but for this one, it's just Minnesota and surrounding areas. So every day between now and March 26th, you can open the Score North app, register, in the Pick Your Prize contest through Listener Rewards, and you'll have a chance to win $100. And that winner is entered into a $10,000 prize pack drawing from one of our nine partners. So let's start with the news and nuggets, okay? Tom Pelissero tweeting out, well, you saw the nugget off the top. Tom Pelissero putting the Vikings in the same sentence as Joe Tooney. Tom Pelissero now just tweeting out, the Vikings are finalizing a revised contract with linebacker Anthony Barr. We did a deep dive on this on yesterday's episode who will now make $10 million in 2021, a fully guaranteed $9.4 million salary, plus $600,000 in bonuses, instead of the $12.9 million he was set to make. And Judd, it sounds like this is going to clear at least $5 million in cap space immediately for the Vikings. Does that sound right? Yes, and so... I believe they started, we talked about this on our um, emergency edition that we crashed with Declan last night. I believe they started yesterday approximately $9 million under the salary cap. So this is going to put you approximately $14 million plus, which gets you closer and closer to being able to make at least one splash signing. And if you do it right, possibly two, depending on how those contracts work out. But uh, yeah, Anthony Barr had two choices. One is restructure your contract, and it's not going to kill you, but you're going to do it or we're going to trade you. And and I think that he called their bluff at first and said, I'm not going to restructure, and the Vikings came back and said, okay, we're actively talking to teams that, by the way, would like to have you, and he said, I'll restructure. Making bar two for two now in basically um, coming back to the Vikings and saying, you know what, I really don't don't want to leave my guys in. Uh, other news and notes. I'm just going to clear this out so we can get to the real juicy stuff here. Kevin Zeitler, who is he was released by the Giants to save cap space, so he became one of the top five or so free agent guards on the market. Well, he signs with the Ravens. So if you get released, like Kyle Rudolph, like you can sign if a team offers you a contract before the window opens for the other free agents. So the Vikings are not in on Kevin Zeitler. Uh, Chad Graff reporting the Vikings are also sniffing around cornerbacks. But let's get to the real juicy stuff here. Tom Pelissero reporting the Vikings are one of a handful of teams that are going to be very, very much in the mix on the best left guard available in free agency, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. I believe he's 29 years old, Joe Tooney. And it sounds like, according to Pelissero, that this could go down today, whether it's the Vikings or somebody else. This first wave of free agency could go down today. And so, Judd, the floor is yours your thoughts on the Vikings officially? If I, I mean, I, Tom Pelissero doesn't just float things like this. He's very plugged in. He's very connected. Very calculated. Yep. Um, but the Vikings, you said last night on on last night's episode that that they might look to spend a huge chunk on defense too. So, where do you think things are at here on the first day of the legal tampering period? I, I think that the 
the Vikings have three names on their list, and Tooney is definitely one of those names. And now I think the question also becomes who's going to uh, carry the most weight in the conversations uh, at TCL Performance Center when it comes to if you can only get one of these three, which one do you take? And I think I know what the head coach's answer to the names I'm about to present you would be, but I also think that the GM, Rick Spielman, might have a different response. So... Tooney is the big free agent guard, and I think he's going to be paid more than we expect. And I I don't know that the Vikings can afford him, but the fact that they're in on him is good news because right now the left side of the Vikings offensive line, the last time I checked Phil Mackey, had nobody there because Dakota Dozier is obviously not coming back, which is a good thing at left guard. And Riley Reef was released last week to create a substantial cap room. So the Tooney idea... A good one. I'd like to see the rest of the list, though, because if they don't get him, and I think that we need to start the day assuming that it's going to be very difficult yeah. to land him because there are teams, i.e. the Bengals with more cap room than you, uh, that could certainly pursue him and pay him more what the rest of that list looks like. Now, the other two names that I've heard, and this is the Zimmer, this is where Zim comes in here, and I think that the that one of these two names at the end of the day, if they get one, Mike is going to be ha- having a, a big steak and a nice glass or three of wine. <laughs> he's a he's a red wine guy, right? I believe he I is. He's a red wine. I guy. believe he <laughs> is. Noir, and just yeah. a nice, just a nice red steak. These two names, <laughs> super rare. <laughs> yep. Bengals <laughs> risking food poisoning. Oh, who cares? Because <laughs> yeah. if you get if you get Carl Lawson, a twenty five year old defensive end. From the Bengals, who the Vikings like a lot, and statistically certainly does not knock your socks off. So if you go to a pro football reference right now and look up his stats, it's not going to overwhelm you. But the feeling of Lawson's upside is quite big. The second name, and this is this is not pursuing a both and getting both. It's one of two, okay? The yep. second name a guy that played for Zim when he was the defensive coordinator with the Bengals, who then was traded uh, to the Seattle Seahawks during the course of last year, Carlos Dunlap, who's 32, okay? So two things here. One is, in Spielman's world, Lawson is a lot more desirable because if you look at Rick's um, means of operation during his time in in being an instrumental figure in the Vikings' decision-making— he loves to sign guys coming out of their first contracts in their 20s. He is not a big, you're 32, yeah, that's great. He is yeah. He is a big, I want to get you for your second contract, because in the Vikings world, that means um, more production is coming, where if you sign a 32-year-old, there's a chance that guy drops off. A connection to, and this is important, is keep in mind, it didn't get a ton of publicity, but uh, Paul Gunther, who was fired during the course of last year by the Raiders as their D.C. by John Gruden because their defense was so bad, was basically named to the Dom Capers defensive assistant role with the Vikings. He was the D.C. in Cincinnati after Zim and has coached both Dunlap and Lawson. And the connection there now ties back to a guy like Lawson, if he liked Gunther, is going to be presented with the opportunity to uh, potentially reunite with him with the Vikings. So, Tooney, Lawson, Dunlap are their three big names going into today. 
I would say I would say if we were just to realistically handicap this, boys, I would say by the end of the day, when I think two of these three might be gone, not all three, but I think two of the three might be gone, I would say Lawson, very good chance. Because I think he's going to get paid, but I don't think he's going to be paid. I don't think he's going to get ridiculous money. Tooney is second, and my guess is that he is going to get paid huge bucks by somebody. And I would put, just because of his age and the fact that Spielman's not a huge fan of aging players, I would put Dunlap third. And if they get Lawson, the Dunlap thing is just dead. I think so Dunlap. And by the way, like Dunlap has been anyone who plays for the Bengals, I feel like the last 10 years is largely anonymous, except for maybe Chad Ochocinco and A.J. Green and and Andy Dalton. Um, Dunlap would have been a phenomenal look like three or four years ago when he was in his prime still. He had a down season last year, according to Pro Football Focus. And, and, and the question there is, all right, is he bouncing back at age 32 or what's the deal there? I would put him a distant third on that list. In fact, if you're if you're getting to Dunlap on this list, I think it means that you're probably now you're probably looking to allocate the fifteen twenty million dollars in salary cap space to three more like B level impact instead of looking for an A level guy. So 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 really, it becomes it's sort of a game of philosophy between Tooney and Lawson. It's also a game of how many other teams are involved for both these guys and a game of how much salary cap space do you have left and other needs you need to fill. According to Pro Football Focus, uh, projected contracts, Joe Tooney, four years, $57 million projected, $35 million guaranteed. So about $14 million a year, $35 million guaranteed. Carl Lawson? Pretty similar, about a four-year, fifty-five million dollar deal for thirty million guaranteed. So both of those guys, if Pro Football Focus is right, both of those guys are going to make about the same amount of money. Um, if the Vikings can, let's say the Vikings can say goodbye to Shamar Stefan, restructure Harrison Smith, maybe they restructure Adam Thielen, who's kind of getting toward the end of his guaranteed money. Maybe you can clear twenty to twenty-five million dollars in cap space. One of these guys would eat up more than half of that for sure. Mm-hmm. If we're talking similar contracts, where would you guys – let's start with Declan. Where would you guys put your money? Similar contracts, 30, 35 million guaranteed, four-year deals, 55, 60 million dollars total. Are you going edge rusher that was fourth in the league last year in pressures to go bookend with Daniel Hunter? Or are you going fix the left guard position once and for all with a guy who might also make – your young center better too, and make Kirk Cousins better. Definitely, I'm going with fixing the guard. Just, just fix the guard. I, I, I explained this to you guys on Ventline yesterday. This is a no lose situation to go and put a lot of money on the interior, of the offensive guard. It, 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 number one, if it works, and Joe Tooney, who's been one of the best in the league, it allows Kirk to cook. Hashtag let Kirk cook. So that's great. Now Kirk has no excuses. You got an interior offensive lineman. This is awesome. Woo! Now yeah, we can stop complaining about the line. Or if Tooney is not the player he is, or the contract ends up blowing up in your face, you can then go back and remember that in March of 2021, you gave a bunch of money to an interior offensive guard instead of giving it to something of more of significant importance, like maybe taking another chance on a, on a big wide receiver or giving it a, a, a big contract to a defensive end. Spending a lot of money on interior guard play is a risky, risky move because it's not a sexy position. But I'm more inclined to just say, let's fix the offensive line and see what happens because I would I would love to see how it plays out. First of all, I'll say this. 
it's high time that the Vikings go into the the free agency period with a plan to strengthen their lines. Like this was the Childress plan back in 06, and it's a good starting place. Like you think about the the last time that free agency opened and we actually had a discussion about the Vikings being very interested in strengthening both sides of the line. It's been a long time. So so I applaud that. Good. It's a good starting point. That being said, if I can fix one, Declan's right. Now, I think Tooney is too expensive. I really think it's going to be extremely difficult unless there is something about this team he really likes. I think it's going to be difficult to outbid teams because there's going to be a few teams with a ton of cap room to spend that can basically set him up for life, blow him away financially, and it's going to be tough not to take that. Unless unless he says the Vikings are about to pop or I love Kirk. And I believe if you look this up, I want to say the one tie-in is I think his agency, if I'm not mistaken, is the same one that represents Kirk. Um, but I don't know if Kirk trying to woo you to his team actually works. Uh, but I am going <laughs> Kirk wooing. Well, I mean, like some guys, if they call you, right? Like if Teddy calls you, you're like, I love Teddy. I'd love to play with you. Uh, does Kirk calling you make you say, oh, you know what, Kirk? Yeah, you, you hold the ball too long and you can't feel blindside protection, but I love you. I don't know about that one. Uh, but yes, I would say that it, it's been so long since the Vikings actually pursued a guard. Guards have become, in the last five to ten years, more important. And if you right now look, I'll emphasize this again, the left side of the Vikings' offensive line is vacant. Like, we don't know what you're going to do. If you can end the day with the highest-profiled left guard, and keep in mind, if you're downplaying guard right now, Steve Hutchinson a Hall of Fame guard helped change the Vikings offensive line dynamic incredibly so they can have an impact. And that was 2006. They're more important in 2021. The edge rusher is something that I'm sure Zim would love. It's sexy. It's fun. But, man, it would be nice to see Kurt's blindside have a good start of being protected. So I will say that this my answer to this would have been just 100% no-brainer guard a week ago. I will let me let me let me start with this, and then I'll give you my final answer. I love the idea of Mike Zimmer getting everything he needs defensively and a ferocious defensive pass rush. You get Michael Pierce back, Daniel Hunter. You you find a way to restructure and extend him. Maybe it saves you even more money this year by restructuring his contract um, and adding loss into that mix. I just feel like Mike Zimmer is in his comfort zone when he has three or four offensive linemen up front that he loves, that he knows can get after the opposing quarterback, and then everything else sort of sort of branches off from that. The best seasons that the Vikings have had under Mike Zimmer follow that formula, specifically 2017, uh, when Everson Griffin was you know top of his game and Daniil Hunter was emerging, et cetera. All right, so I will say that that is intriguing, and the defense was terrible last year, and from a Vikings uh, perspective, historically bad at getting after quarterbacks. That said... I think in order to be an actual Super Bowl contender, you need something about your team that's elite. And I don't think bringing Daniel Hunter and adding I, – I, I, I still think even if you were to, to bring in Lawson and bring back Daniel Hunter, you're still not the best defense in the NFL. I don't think. I think there's too many other question marks around. Um, and I, and I, I, just, I just I worry about your young cornerbacks really getting it in 2021. So I think there's always going to be questions on defense, even – 
whether whether you sign Lawson or not. Your offense is closer to being elite and the thing that you can hang your hat on, which is crazy to say because throughout the entire Mike Zimmer era, it's been the offense playing catch up to the defense. Well, not anymore. Your offense was fourth in yards, 11th in points, didn't throw the ball enough because they didn't feel comfortable with the pass protection. And so I think Joe Thune and the domino effect that he could bring in could give yourselves a chance, and then this would all be predicated on do you tweak your scheme to be a little bit more pass-centric? Can Kirk Cousins rise up to the moment in some of the bigger games against winning teams, right? These are all questions that you're still waiting for answers on. But the excuse of offensive line still exists. If you get rid of that excuse and you give your $30 million quarterback every tool that 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 he deserves, really, if he's going to be your franchise quarterback – you eliminate all those question marks. And so I would I would allocate the money to just fixing once and for all the left guard position, and I would push my offense as close to elite as possible. Yep. And then I would ask, I would ask my defensive-minded head coach, take the pieces that you have on defense, and we'll draft someone for you. Maybe we'll even draft a, a defensive lineman in the first round for you. We'll still spend some money on – we'll have some free agency money left over after signing Tooney. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you, Mike. You're going to have to mold this thing without perfect pieces defensively because we are that close to making this offense top five in the league solidified if we could just get some better pass protection. So we're all in lockstep. We would spend the money on Tooney, the three of us, it sounds like. And keep in mind, too, the defensive improvement should come via guys returning. If Hunter comes back, you've gone from being basically a sackless team to having, if he's healthy, a top pass rush end who, by the way, can play both sides. Come back. Michael Pierce, right? Michael Pierce, a year ago at this time, was your free agent splash. He was the guy. He should improve your nose tackle position immensely. You still need a three-tech. It would be nice to get a a consistent right end. That would be nice. But now, after what we saw last night, Anthony Barr is back. Eric Kendricks, who missed, what, the last four games or so, he is back. Your cornerbacks have to be improved. I mean, they just have to be. Now, I would say that if you can get a veteran corner and they're going to exist on a one-year contract, this time listen to us and do that. But the Gladneys of the world and the Dantzlers should be improved. Harrison Smith is still going to be, be here. So I just think through the natural progression of guys coming back, your defense should be very competitive. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be top three, but... To your point, Phil, if you make the tweaks and continue to go down the path offensively, and in 2021, it's ideal to have what could possibly be possibly an elite offense, this defense should not be a train wreck. It was awful in part because guys didn't play and got hurt. A lot of those guys now are going to be back on your team. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the simplest way I can put this is what framework generally gives you the best chance to compete for a Super Bowl? If you have like a fringe top 10 offense and a fringe top 10 defense, which I think is what would happen if they signed Carl Lawson. I think I think their defense would and get those guys back. I think it would vault you back into the top half of the league and you'd be like a fringe top 10 defense. And your offense would because you just lost your left tackle like, you, you know, you're. You, you clearly have holes that you're not going to be able to fill once you spend all that money on Carl Lawson. So um, your offense remains fringe top 10 as well. Or would you rather have a bona fide, solidified top five offense 
and a league average ish defense that is better situationally than its overall ranking, like on third downs and red zone, because their coach is great at scheming. Mm-hmm. Like, like to me, that's that right there. If, if like some people look at it and say, well, your offense is fringe top 10 and your defense was garbage. So you need to pour all your resources into the defense. And I don't agree with that. I think if you have a chance to make your offense, one of the three to five best units in the entire NFL and your defensive minded coach and guys coming back can bring the defense back to some level of respectability. That's your best chance to score 30 points in a playoff game or win 11 or 12 games on the season and and really do some damage. Let's go to our B here. So let, let's say that that, uh, that Tooney says, I'll sign there, okay? So the at that point in time, the loss in contract probably becomes too big. Like you probably can't do, you probably, let's j- just say that just cap-wise, you can't do both. What would you think about going Tooney, which would be an immediate huge upgrade to your line and really help to stabilize things, and Dunlap, who is 32, he is aging, he's probably not perfect, but look, if you are going to, if you're, if the people that run your football team perceive this as a win-now opportunity, and they've, then they probably do. We might not, but they do. And you can put Hunter and Dunlap as your potential starting bookends. That's still not bad. That gets pressure. And I just, I can't emphasize enough last year because of injuries and issues how bad this defensive line was. What, 23 sacks? I mean, it was mm-hmm. damn near for this franchise historically bad. So, so the starting point is it's just from getting guys back going to progress and be improved. But I think if you could go at the end of the day, Thune at your at left guard, Dunlap at right end, Hunter at left end, I think you're feeling pretty damn good there too. And that's door B. I agree. I mean, if you could come out of like the group of three that you threw out here with the two defensive, the Cincinnati defensive ends and Joe Tooney, I mean, if you could wind up with Tooney and Dunlap, sign me up all day. A uh, quick point of clarification. The Vikings are going to wind up saving $2.9 million in cap space on that Anthony Barr contract, giving them around $12.25 million in overall cap space right now. And that's before Shamar Stefan. That's before Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen. I also feel like a Daniil Hunter extension is brewing. Yeah. I don't think you I don't think you work this hard to clear space, keep Anthony Barr for one year, right? Yep. And then trade Daniel Hunter or trade Kirk Cousins. I, it, it, we could debate all day long if if they've had offers for Kirk Cousins, should they have entertained them? We can debate that all day long. But mm-hmm. what what are they actually doing? It looks like they're lining up for a major push in 2021. And, um, and to me, that would signify a Daniel Hunter contract extension that brings his cap number down in 2021 to save them even more room to get even more help in free agency and then push those cap hits out into future seasons. Um, do you think they've gotten phone calls on Kirk Cousins here? Uh, we can do a full like Kirk Cousins yeah. episode at some point this week, but, yes, the, but that, the that, answer that chatter you, has kind of died down. Well, I think they did. I think that they said no. And I don't know if it started, if the no started with the Wilfs or Spielman or where, but I, I think there's no question that after the, um, the deal that, the Rams and Lions made with Stafford going to the Rams and obviously with Jared Goff going back to Detroit. I think after that, they definitely got some calls. And I think that they contemplated it and internally said no. They look, again, we might not agree, but because of where people, i.e. Zeal, uh, Spielman and Zimar contract wise, 
they perceive this as they need to win right now. And so they are going to push. Now, my question quickly on the Daniil Hunter situation, and we don't know this, is are you right, Phil, and are they prepared to extend him and bite the bullet and and possibly incentivize it a, a little bit at first just in case the neck proves to be a problem, and will he take that? Or are they just confident that he is going to blink and come back for 2021, and then if he does that and plays well, that they would reward him with a long-term rich contract starting in 2022. That I don't know, and I don't know how high the or what the stakes of the poker game are there, but I think right now the Vikings are very confident that they are going to have Hunter in some way, shape, or form in 2021, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a game of contractual chicken that I'm not sure I'm willing to pay going into a year in which everyone's jobs are on the line and Super Bowl hopes are are in the mix. But I guess, you know, if they really wanted to play hardball, I just think it's to their advantage if they could bring him. He's the second highest paid player on the team right now before the contract extension. Yeah. And and so if, if you could rework the deal so that they, they gain cap space this year and move the rest forward, uh, let's also acknowledge the tweet that Declan just put up on the screen here from Chad Graff, the athletic. Despite little cap space, the Vikings are expected to be in on two of the top free agents, Joe Tooney, who we've talked about, and Shaq Griffin. Wow. They'll have plenty of competition for their services, but the Vikings are interested. We haven't really mentioned Shaq Griffin much because we just figure, A, he's going to be the most expensive defensive player that comes off the board, and B, he probably just goes back to the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers don't have a ton of cap space either, um, even though they reworked Tom help, Brady's deal. Wait, wait <laughs> their quarterback's trying to help them get cap space. <laughs> Let me explain this novel concept. Highly paid quarterback says, I want to win football games. Oh, a restructure? Sure, I'll do that to help us win football games. Now that I've explained that, we can get back to Shaq Griffin. So, uh, so Sha- or I'm sorry. You know, I might be. What am I? I'm sorry. I'm mixing. Am I mixing yeah, up Shaq mix. Barrett and yeah. Shaq Griffin? Yes, yeah, Shaquille, uh, Shaquille Griffin is the Seahawks corner. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is my bad. But he was. A, he's coming um, off a Pro Bowl season. Yeah, and and he is. Correct. He's going to be the top paid cornerback in the league in the three. Agents, um, I say. Okay, that that makes sense. So I I was I was thinking about the defensive end, uh, Shaq Barrett, but. Either way, the Vikings are looking to get splashy with big-time free agents here. Real quick, a shout-out to a couple of our partners here before we get to some more speculation and a mock draft Monday. So Whamatech is here. If you've got a broken-down left guard, (laughs) uh, they can't help you with that. But they can help you with a broken-down phone, tablet, or laptop. All right. So Whamatech is a trusted supplier of pre-owned cell phones, tablets, and laptops and new accessories. Uh, and also, they source pre-owned devices directly and pass the savings on to you. They'll even buy your old device for cash. Buy, sell, trade in, whatever you need. Whamatech.com. They're a local Minnesota-based company. Whamatech.com. That's W-A-M-A-T-E-K.com. Also, our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, also based in Minnesota, they recently launched MyShield, which is an amazing online client destination and tool for you business owners out there for risk management resources. Uh, MyShield has resources to help your business with all sorts of things, whether it's uh, whether it's written policies or other various tools. Think about the things that could involve danger and risk at your company, company vehicles, company ladders, et cetera. That's where Federated comes in. Find out more about MyShield and Federated at federatedinsurance.com or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Um, I, I've always kind of wanted to know, like, 
it would be so much fun to be a fly on the wall. All the different plates the Vikings front office has spinning right now. So think about all the different contracts they've had to have discussions about restructuring or cutting, like Rudolph, Reef, Barr, Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen, Daniil Hunter. Like they're spinning all of those internal plates and trying to figure out in which order do they address each of these. Uh, which of those guys is the most like potentially pissed off about their situation and needs to be dealt with right now. And then while you're trying to figure out how much cap space you can clear, you're also trying to have conversations, be it legally or illegally, uh, with these potential free agents. And so um, I, I just couldn't really imagine being inside the Vikings front office right now. They, they probably have more plates spinning than almost any team in the NFL based on all the things they're trying to do in a short amount of time. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I'm curious, too, what the process is this year with no combine because ordinarily the amount of conversations between uh, teams and uh, agents at the combine, I mean, that's where it starts and guys get, you know, guys start drinking and then they start talking about potential contracts. And so I think a lot of times in past years uh, today would sort of be the culmination of the beginning of those discussions in Indianapolis. Well, obviously with no combine, those discussions didn't take place. It doesn't mean that you can't pick up the phone but certainly at the Combine, you can accidentally run into people. Oh, my God, I never thought I'd see you here. Let's talk about your client. Um, I want to touch on this Shaquille Griffin idea, though, because this intrigues me a little bit, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. So he is projected from a story that I just saw about his impending free agency. So you get a three- to four-year contract at $11 million. Um, as far as addressing the cornerback situation, I think if you can do it reasonably – with a veteran player, that's great. That's fantastic. But if we're going to take away at all from the potential cash that might be going towards the offensive or defensive line, at this point in time, I don't really like it, and here's why. Again, I am all for building both up front, and both need help. The Both lines definitely need help. And keep in mind, too, if you, if you are going to invest in a right end, who can form a bookend with Hunter and give you a pass rush that's going to be possibly very good, that is naturally going to help um, Gladney and Dantzler and the cornerbacks because the pressure from up front clearly trickles down to help guys in coverage. So I am all for addressing cornerback and getting one veteran cornerback. I am not for making that your immediate splash, though, because I really believe that the idea of helping your offensive and defensive line first is the best idea. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it, not. I mean, Cam Dance. I, I think people should feel pretty confident that Cam Dantzler has figured it out and even showed signs toward the end of the year, like the last six weeks of being one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Um, so some of this stuff, this is, this is where I get a little irritated with Mike Zimmer because he's clearly just like in the room. Like I need my, we need to spend every draft pick on defense and, every dime of free agency money on defense. It's like, well, part of the reason why you would go the other way is because Mike, we trust that you can take a less than perfect bunch of players and mold them to be good. Like that's your job as a defensive coach. So if there's ever any debate over whether they should pump money into the trenches or into a cornerback, start with trenches. And then if after you have signed Joe Thune to a backloaded contract, you've got some money left over for a cornerback, that's awesome. Speaking of backloaded contracts, here's another one from Chad Graff, The Athletic. The Vikings expect things to move quickly after the legal tampering period starts at 11 a.m. 
Uh, production note, we are recording this before the legal tampering period begins. In fact, we should shut up soon so Declan can post it. Um, they feel like they can backload contracts and bank on an increased salary cap coming up with a new TV deal looming. Yep. And that would make sense. That's why you would clear money now and and you would look to deal with some of these big cap hits later, right? Like get cl- clear enough so that you can give these guys the bare minimum. And here's the other thing, okay? There's the salary cap structure, and then there's the cash structure. So just to get really nuts and bolts here, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, Judd, but the bigger the signing bonus, the easier it is to spread that part of the, the, the salary cap out to future years because the signing bonus can be spread in equal parts into future seasons. So, But again, the signing bonus is cash up front in a year coming off a of pandemic. It so what is the, the Wills appetite? Yep. To put let, let's say yep. let's say with Joe Thune, it's like listen, um, all these deals are equal, and for the Vikings to get a leg up, we'll just give you more money right now in your bank account, which benefits you because you just get like thirty million dollars right in your bank account mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then it benefits us because we can spread that chunk of money out into future seasons and reduce the cap hit for two thousand twenty one. Those are all things that the Vikings are going to try and finagle with uh, with Rob Brzezinski leading the charge behind the scenes, Judd. Yeah, and it's it's true, and th- this is the one good thing. So, not having fans in the stands in 2020 definitely hurts, Phil. But the the one thing is, the Wolves have always basically, when they've been asked to, have spent. So, I don't think a signing bonus is going to stop a player or the Wolves, I should say, from joining the Vikings. But the issue is going to come back to the non. Uh, cap strap teams are going to step in and they could basically blow away players with offers that the Vikings just can't financially match from a cap standpoint. So I don't I don't think the upfront cash from the Vikings perspective is a problem. I do think that the cap problems are going to come to light with a few players if those players are just intent on a big payday. Yeah. Um, let's do this. Let's 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 push mock draft Monday. Sorry, mock draft Monday. We're oh, we ran we ran at a time. Wait, wait, Sorry, Matt Damon. All right. Well, what I just said, what I didn't want, um, is closer to happening. Um, the Vikings have made an offer to Shaquille Griffin, and uh, nothing is finalized yet. But they are a finalist. Wait, who, who is? Are you reporting him. this? I'm reporting this. Yes. They have made an offer to him. So he's got an offer. So Chad, so Chad Graff knows exactly what Chad Graff is. You're just dropping this bomb on us right now? Yeah, I wanted to do it before we're done recording. So, wow. I mean, it doesn't mean they aren't pursuing guys, but it looks like uh, it looks like Zim pounded the table. Is it even, can they even do that? Are they allowed to do that? Dude, uh, it's, it's not the legal tampering period. Dude, we are going uh, to see deals. We are going to see deals reported. There is an offer in. So they they are definitely aggressively. I think the key takeaway is they are probably more aggressively pursuing cornerback help than um, I thought they were going to early in free agency. Is that fair? Declan, what what should we do here? Should we shut up so you can post this quick before more things happen? I think so. Let's do that. Okay. (laughs) Let's do that. Executive decision. More is going to happen here. This is a great day. Yeah. This is Christmas Day. This is Christmas Day for football. So probably not be the last time you hear from us. I, I have today. poor part-time producer AJ Fredrickson, who's going to be shadowing and also filling in for me while I take a vacation. Clearly, on the best time of the year to take a vacation, and he gets to just see this organized chaos play out. So this is even better. 
Yeah. We'll get you we'll get you a sports calendar next year. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. Have an idea. Maybe I shouldn't happen. book airplane tickets under the influence of alcohol like a couple months in advance. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Who well, knows? there's there's that there's too. That too. So that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Much more to come, probably even today, for sure, the rest of the week. And we appreciate everyone who clicks that subscribe button on our YouTube channel and who also gives us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. See you guys soon. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.